apologize in advance, but today we call a lot of people assholes. Hi. Great. Well, hi, Alex. Hi, how are you? Good. Today's a little different. Obviously, we're all basically shut down and in isolation. So we are FaceTiming and recording remotely. Whoop, whoop. Just got to stay home, stay safe, wash hands, yeah. social distancing. Just like, I'm actually tired of watching TV. I never thought that I would uh, say that. But today I actually sat in silence for 30 minutes and did nothing. I just like, I was so bored of watching a screen. Like you just <laughs> sat on your couch and just like stared at the yeah. wall? yeah i was just like done i was i was just i went through a sad time today i was just like i didn't leave my house yesterday and that really impacted me and then i didn't leave my house today until like 5 p.m to like go for a quick walk wait you've been leaving like every day pardon leaving your house every day well no that's what i'm saying like for the past two days i haven't but since you know previously yes i'd leave every day just to go for a walk or like because we don't have patios in our apartment. So it's like the only way I'm going to get fresh air is if I go outside. That's true. I think like the longest I went was like three days without going outside. Yeah, it's been two and I'm done. I'm over it. I get but like I a little... Sorry, go ahead. Hmm? No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, this is going to be such a fun <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Just like take two Canadians, put them on a podcast <laughs> and not in separate rooms and see how many times they apologize. Well, I was actually just going to go on a little bit of a rant because self-isolation has brought out the worst in people, I think. FaceTime. I've never FaceTimed, Zoomed, and after house partied people so much, like being on screens every day. And like people that I don't ever talk to regularly wants to FaceTime me. Have you been experiencing this? That everyone wants to FaceTime you? Yeah, it's, like, people that I normally don't ever talk to, and maybe, like, once or twice a year, they're, like, let's FaceTime sometime. I'm, like, no, I don't see you in real life. Why would I do that? Like, I, I'm i just over it. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> uh, it's, like, funny that you say that. I mean, I don't think I've spoken to anyone that I would I mean, on FaceTime, I never FaceTime with my stepdad, but I FaceTime with, like, my in-laws all the time, like, regardless of oh, okay. quarantine and whatnot, but... That new app, well, I don't even know if it's new, but House Party. Yeah, I think it's new to everyone. Like, Yeah, it's like kind of like, it's bringing forward some more like people being like, hey, let's go play on House Party. It's kind of like the quarantine equivalent of like, hey, like we should go grab coffee sometime. And then you like go back totally. and forth and you never actually do it. But now everyone's like, let's House Party. And you're like, yeah, okay. And then you just never do. And, like, people are adding me on house party that I'm, like, I'm never going to hop on a house party with you. Honestly, like, like I, when I first got it, I only downloaded it yesterday. And Same. I, all the people that it was, like, suggesting, like, you should download or friend this person. I was, like, okay. So, I was, like, friending a bunch of people from work. They're, like, <laughs> but, like, never. Never. But I was just, like, I want friends. I know. I've accepted all the requests. I've only requested people that I actually want to house party with. But it's fun because, like, me and you, we played, like, quick draw and, like, trivia for, like, 40 minutes last night. It was fun. I got to play chips and guac with uh, like Chloe, Carmen, and Steve. It's, Did it's, you like okay, it? So for, no. For anyone that, like, doesn't know, so, like, I guess, we'll ex- I guess we'll explain House Party. Oh, so yeah, House yeah. Party. <laughs> house Party is an app that you can download where you can, like, FaceTime people. And you can just FaceTime and talk if you want. But you can also, like, play games with them. So they have, like, built-in games. And it's actually pretty cool. They have, like, that heads-up game that, like, Ellen DeGeneres made. So that's, like, built-in. You can play. There's, Mm -hmm. like, trivia games. And there's drawing uh, challenges. And then Chips and Guac is basically, like, a shitty version of Cards Against Humanity. Like, so But they don't have, like, the good vile cards. And it's a little bit harder. Instead of, like, finishing a phrase, it'll give you like a word that you just have to like pick a card that's best associated with it like i think it'd be funny if we had the actual cards but like making that game virtual just really sucks out everything that's fun about it (laughs) i was really butthurt last night because i was playing with like three other people and i didn't get one like no one voted for my card yeah funny apparently not (laughs) yeah i just it's a funny time like if we don't see each other 
once a month, don't ask me to FaceTime you because it's not happening. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. I love you. I feel like people are just really getting bored. Like, maybe they're just talking to the same people all the time. So they're like, shit, I really need to, like, spread my wings here and, like, go talk to someone and just see how they're doing. That's true. It might be, like, my opportunity to just get it out of the way so I don't have to meet them for coffee, you know, this summer. Wow. Maybe I'll do that. Wow. House (laughs) party is just just solving all problems for us not wanting to see distant relatives friends that you don't actually care to be friends with anymore Ugh, it's truly fun and another website that i guess a lot of people go on that i've never been on is reddit yes it's a, which, it's a good time sucker yeah which brings us to today's topic transition so, transition 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 transition, <laughs> transition that was, was that english probably not um <laughs> yeah. we'll so Reddit. So you're not as familiar with Reddit, right? I've been on it like once. And okay. It's weird. It's like not updated, like the the website itself. So like freaks me out. It looks like it's from 2001. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is pretty old school because the thing is, is like, it's just, it's mostly meant to be just like people writing stuff. Like there's so many different like subreddits. So like, I'm going <laughs> to talk about like my favorite subreddit today. And I feel like this will kind of open up like a big gate of us being able to do like different type of Reddit stuff. But today we're going to focus on the subreddit titled, am I the asshole? <laughs> and this subreddit basically consists of people getting themselves into like situations which have already happened and they're just unsure if they were the asshole or not in this situation (laughs) and i I, hilarious honestly when i first found it it's one of the bigger like well-known ones but there are just like so many good stories in there and like i've read it and i've gone to like steve and been like what's your opinion and he's like we can be like complete opposite on it so it's a very interesting reddit and like they provide uh so much like detail into it people can ask questions to get like more details to really give them the answer of if they're the asshole or not so that's funny it reminds me of did you have this app in high school called wtf and it was like what the fuck and it was basically reddit people just saying like literally the shit that they've done that's that you want to say like no fml 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 yes Yes. i I love that app oh my god what yeah. a throwback. Wow, I, mean, I loved it. I still a thing, because I loved it, and then I would, like, read it out to my family, and I would be like, why are you on this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved that app. That was a really good one. It was so good. I started on Reddit by, like, just looking at, like, the meme pictures, and then I actually downloaded, like, the proper app, like, a year ago, probably now. And that's where, like, I really got into, like, all of these. Like, there's a really good sub- subreddit called Wedding Shaming, which I think I'll oh, say for fun. another day um, because I think today's is going to be a little bit more fun because I'll read you a story and then we can discuss like what our opinions are on the situation if they are okay. in fact the asshole. Um, but yeah, like the wedding shaming one has some pretty good, it's very like almost like white trash situations though, unfortunately, if that's PC to say, I don't know, but we're never really PC. So let's get into it. I'm excited. Okay. Let me whip up one of these. Okay. say so there's uh more than just yes they are an asshole no they're not the asshole there's also the middle ground of saying or actually there's two others there's you can say everyone's an asshole in this situation (laughs) or you can say no one is an asshole in this situation because if there are multiple parties you can say the person writing it is is or is not the asshole and the other person is or is not also an asshole okay fine okay Let's jump in with this first one. So the title is, Am I the asshole for booking up an entire row of seats just for myself? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for reference, this all happened before the lockdown and orders to shelter were in place. So this is like before quarantine, lockdown, whatnot. So I'm obviously going to be reading this in first person as if this is, this is not me. This is the story. You're reading the story. Yes. Yes. Um, And people always put their age and gender because sometimes it is relevant to the story. So I, 32 female, broke my leg in two places a couple of months ago and was placed in a full leg cast. I took convalescent leave and decided to fly to my home state. I'm originally from California, but stationed in North Carolina. This is relevant so everyone understands the time frame for the flight in question. To avoid any added pain and to be able to prop my leg up, I paid for the entire row of seats. Thank God for mile points. 
Flying can cause swelling, so I wanted to alleviate it for myself as much as possible. When I got into the flight, I sat in the window seat and stretched my leg out across the seats. When everyone else started boarding, a couple approached me asking if anyone was sitting next to me. I said, no, no one is sitting next to me because I bought out the entire row of seats. So the, hus so the husband, an older man, maybe mid-40s, asked if they could use the vacant seats because she wanted to, s to sit next to his wife. I politely told him, I'm sorry, sir, but no, I need them. That's why I paid for all three. He kept at it, but I stood firm that they, these were my seats. They called the flight attendant and she came over because we were all starting to make a scene and they asked me to put my leg down and not occupy the other seats. I again explained that I paid for all three seats and showed her the tickets. She told me while I did pay for the seats, I was being rather selfish as it was a booked up flight and said, couldn't I just be more accommodating to others? I was extremely pissed off at this point. I mean, it was blatant and I had a broken leg. I told her, no, I'm not going up. Ugh, sometimes the grammatical errors in this are like killing me. <laughs> I told her, no, I'm not going up. My seats not sitting together is the risk you take if you book late. Oh, no. Oh, I think they meant that like that the couple should have booked early if they wanted to yeah. sit together. Okay. I pointed down to my cast and said, shouldn't you be more accommodating to me? Because actually considering I'm the one with an obvious medical issue. They left calling me a selfish, selfish bitch, but I don't think I was as I paid for all three seats. So I wouldn't inconvenience anyone else. I've talked it over with some friends and most are on my side, but others have said I was a bit of an asshole. I should have just given up the seats and sucked it up, but it was a five hour flight for fuck's sake. So to add a little bit of extra context, the flight was with United no, sitting at the bulkhead or exit wouldn't have helped because I needed to prop my leg up. Mm -hmm. Also being that I was physically compromised, sitting at the exit with limited capacity, I would have been unable to perform the task required in the mm -hmm. unlikely event of there being an emergency. Business class offered extra leg room, but again, it doesn't help me with needing to prop my leg up. All the first class was booked up, and this all took place before people started taking things seriously and prior to lockdown. So... Let's discuss. My first initial thought is, no, she's not an asshole. I think she pointed it out blatantly. Like, she, many, whatever, weeks before she booked them, the, I don't know, that, that's a tough one. Like, I get it. Because, like, if I went and saw someone booked all the row, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of selfish. But it's also, like, what the man and wife, you know, paid for. They didn't, they're not sitting together. They didn't book it. So it's like, you can't get mad at someone for not doing your due diligence and being on time with booking shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it would be like annoying if I couldn't sit next to Steve on a flight, but at the same time, I don't think me personally, I don't think I would have like the balls to like go to someone who clearly has like a broken leg and be like, Hey, yeah, I'm no. taking your seat. Like that doesn't like make any sense. Like if this person was just like totally able-bodied, like nothing was wrong. And they just bought out all three seats because they just felt like it, that they wanted the extra space, then yeah, like total asshole. But they had like a good reason for it. They obviously tried. Totally. They were willing to pay for first class, which like is expensive, even like within the United yeah. States. Um, so I, I don't think this person's an asshole. Um, I think if it was like such a big deal that the flight, the flight attendant should have been like, Hey, we'll move you to like first class, see if someone in first class will like, you know, kind of do this thing. If that's yeah. really important. But the thing at the end of the day is it was just a convenience thing that the husband and wife were asking for. It wasn't that the flight was oversold and that they needed to kick people off the plane. Like if yeah. they were like, Hey, we actually really need these two seats because we need to get two more people on the plane. Again, annoying. I would say that's fine. You're giving me back my money for those two seats and whatever. But I think there's so many like different like variables to this. So many variables, and like, if I'm thinking myself, like if I had the money and I had a full freaking leg cast that I can't bend my leg for, you better fucking believe that I'd buy two rows. <laughs> like if I needed it, like I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I just think if she didn't have a broken foot and she did that, a hundred percent selfish. But it's like she physically wouldn't be able to travel back home without the two other seats to put her foot on. Yeah. Like, I think those two are the assholes. They're the assholes. I think so. Suck it up. I, Who cares? You have five hour. You are married to this guy. You probably want a five hour break. <laughs> but, and you're probably gonna watch a movie. Like, and if you're the people that talk all the way, like, you shouldn't be on that fucking. <laughs> that's rude. <You> shouldn't <laughs> exist. Period. 
You are the type of people that clap when a plane lands. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> also, I'm just gonna say a side note because I don't know if our mics are gonna pick it up, but oh, about I know. four I minutes to ago, make- a bunch of clapping you might have heard in our mics, maybe, maybe not, but given the whole coronavirus quarantine thing, it's become a thing in uh, Vancouver where at seven o'clock on the dot, people start like clapping and banging pots and pans as like a thank you to all the healthcare workers in our city. Um, so. Which is really awesome. And actually was picked up and went on E! News. And then today, um, the royal family, all the kids, they did a video posting like claps for healthcare workers and all the kids were clapping. So, you know what? Oh. Frick yeah. So, was the E! News one like just talking about Vancouver or like other places? Yeah, it was uh, posted a video from Vancouver and was like, in Vancouver, they clap at 7 p.m. And so wow. I wonder, like, who started that and, like, how the hell? Because, like, if I just stood on my balcony and started clapping, like, no one would join in. You know what I mean? That's very true. <laughs> like, I was thinking about that. I was like, what if I stood on my balcony, you know, three months from now, I just started clapping? Who would join in? Yeah. No and at so, what like, point, like, does it stop? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. like I, I, it really makes me happy um, hearing it. But it's really funny because it's kind of like a clock. So, oh, seven o'clock. I know it's seven. <laughs> I know. This is actually like the second time that I've been like on like a phone call when it started. And That's I'm just so like, funny. everything inside of me is just trying to not be like, yeah. I and, know. Like, I join in. I join in when I'm like not on a call or something. Yeah. Okay. So verdict, the first one, the the couple are the assholes. Couple are the assholes. The writer is not the asshole. A hundred percent. Next. Next. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go with, am I the asshole for keeping a present not meant for me? <laughs> <laughs> Something Alex would do, I feel. Rude. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Okay. This happened during Christmas, actually, and was brought up now because somebody spilled the beans. Nice work to my brother. <laughs> this is between me, my brother, my classmate, who is also my brother's girlfriend, and my friend. So my brother came to me before Christmas and asked me to pick a drawing tablet from the online store. When asked why, he winked and said it was a Christmas gift. Because of the ambiguity of it, I thought it was for me as I study design and have recently mentioned that I wanted a tablet. I picked one of the better ones, one that I wanted for some time but was still saving up for. It was a few hundred bucks. My brother bought it without much hesitation. I was overjoyed. When the tablet arrived a few days before Christmas, my brother wasn't home. I took the initiative to open the parcel and started to use the tablet. I know it was a little rude, but I was so sure it was meant for me. (laughs) So I didn't think my brother would have bothered. When my brother came back, I thanked him for the present and my brother's confusion turned into annoyance. When he saw that I had started to use a tablet, he told me that the tablet wasn't for me. It was for his girlfriend, who is also my classmate, who also studies design and wants a new tablet. I have always been a rather emotional person so this embarrassment and disappointment had me ended up sniffling in tears i knew i shouldn't have but i couldn't control it my brother being a softy despite being still mad gave it up and let me keep the tablet considering it as a christmas gift he got his girlfriend something else for christmas something much cheaper i also got my brother something as expensive as i could without leaving me hungry until new year even if the tablet wasn't for me initially i was happy to have it I mentioned this to one of my friends and she said that I was being a big baby and shouldn't have kept the tablet recently for whatever reason that is after months, my friend decided to tell my brother's girlfriend as their friends, my brother's girlfriend becomes very angry with me and my brother and claims that I am the big asshat for stealing her present (laughs) from her boyfriend. My brother also had a fight with her and they are now in a phase of silent treatment. Am I the asshole for keeping the tablet? Ooh, the boyfriend. I'm oh, sorry, the brother and the girlfriend are in silent treatment. Like they're not yeah. talking to each other. Yeah. I feel like initially we're asking what part makes you the asshole. Like it makes you the asshole that you opened the gift. I know. I should have paused at that point and we should have like just been like, okay, stop. Yeah, hundred percent. Like if even if like, I knew someone was getting me a gift, you can't just open it. Oh my god. Like that is some bold, dare I say bratty move. Very much so. And I don't think it's, I think the brother did the right thing. Like, that's actually a really sweet thing. 
I don't know, like, if I'm, again, if I'm putting it in my shoes, like, if my sister did this exact same thing and she started using it, like, there's no way that I'd be like, no, you keep it. I won't give it to my boyfriend. I don't, oh, I don't know. That's tricky. I think that was really nice on the brother's part. I wonder what he got the girlfriend instead of the tablet because she said it was, like, way cheaper. So yeah. It's, like, a little trinket. Like, that's. <laughs> yeah if it would have been like the brother just went and bought another tablet because another he was one. like able to then like maybe not as much but if it's like the girlfriend is in the same like course and design curriculum or whatever as this person yeah. so it's like she also wanted it so it just kind of like reminds me of this like story like what my mom told me um it when I was younger and like I think it was the Backstreet Boys or in sync. either way they were both popular at the same time um, she told What's me that the like difference? exactly. <laughs> um, she told me that for my birthday one year, she got two tickets to go to the concert that was happening in Vancouver. But right. well, she didn't get them. She had like a friend who had two tickets that she was going to buy, and it was going to be my birthday present. But because it was only two tickets and it wasn't three, and my sister couldn't come, my mom decided that she just wasn't going to get it at all. And when she told me that, I was so upset. Because I was like, that's my birthday. Yeah. Why does it matter if Christina can't go sort of thing? So kind of the same, not really. I also that... have like a kind of the same, not really um, story as well. It was Christmas. And like me, my mom does like a fabulous job of being like, Sarah gets this, Tony Rose equally gets something, whether it's the same amount or like same thing. And so my sister was, like, opening all her clothes. This was, like, when I was in high school, I think. So, like, a really long time ago. But clearly still with me. So a little scarred. But she was getting, like, a bunch of Aritzia stuff. And, like, all I wanted was, like, this Aritzia cardigan. And, you know, like, Christmas, you wrap things in, like, random boxes. that isn't, like, really whatever. Oh. And so my sister was opening and everything was Aritzia. And then I opened it and saw the Aritzia box. And before opening the box, I was like, oh, my God, you didn't. Like, I can't believe it. I opened it up and it was, like, Old Navy stuff. Oh. And I've never, like, and I'm not one to ever vocal be like, oh, I thought it was a thing. And I was like, oh, thank you. This is so cute. But inside, I literally, like, almost cried. I was like, because you're so excited for one thing. So I get where the sister is coming from being excited. However, she shouldn't have opened that thing in the first place before Christmas. And she should have felt so bad that she didn't accept the gift. Like, I think the brother did everything right. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're going to upset your girlfriend and your sister now? Because it's like you're going to give your girlfriend an open tablet. Yeah. And have to explain that the sister used it for, like, a week or two. Uh, if that was like, me, I would have, like, if I was the brother and I and I didn't want my sister to keep it, then I would put the tablet back in its box, take it back to, I'm assuming it's probably, like, an iPad. Like, yeah, take it back to I'm Apple, assuming. say, oh, sorry, I think there's something wrong with this one. Get your refund and buy a new one. So it's, like, still, like, a brand new tablet. And so you'd take it away from you wouldn't offer it to the sister. I don't know, like I mean, I wouldn't. Like she's like I mean, it's shitty for him because he should have been like, it's for my girlfriend. Like he should have prefaced, like him knowing that they're in the same program and that she would probably want it, and you secretly being like, What's your favorite tablet? It's for a Christmas gift, winky face or whatever. Like, oh, I don't know. This one's like layered. <laughs> It is quite layered. I think think there's like everyone's a little bit. Everyone's an asshole in some scenario. (laughs) Okay, so hundred percent, this person is an asshole for opening the gift, but are they an asshole for like keeping it though? Like, I think like we're 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 not looking at like the brother offered it and was like, okay, you keep it. Are they an asshole for not being like, no, it's for your girlfriend. You need to give it to her. I think so. I think she should have thought of the greater good, and like everything that she did in this scenario leaded to leaded led wow english <laughs> led to her brother and his girlfriend not talking so i think a little a little asshole not the biggest asshole nothing that i would never not talk to you again but she should have just been like no no this is a really expensive gift and if you can't afford to give her the same um, price point gift then you should just give it to her and like it's totally fine. All right, then it is decided. Asshole on both fronts. Think? Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. You're definitely an asshole, but like you're not the only asshole in the scenario. So Yes. Or you can just do the scenario where he takes the iPad, 
takes it back to the store and gets two cheaper iPads for both of them. <laughs> I know that's stupid. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Boys, boys, no, no, no. Case I just, like, point. boys don't think that way. <laughs> just boys don't think that way. Like, it, anyway, <laughs> I thought the brother, the brother did nothing wrong in this scenario. It was a good brother move, a good boyfriend move for not telling the girlfriend about it. And then, you know, just he's shit out of luck. <laughs> damned if you do, damned he's if you don't. He tried to do a good thing. Sorry, I totally just yawned. Tried to, like, get through uh, that. I've yawned like three times, so I hope you don't hear it. I've covered. We're both just so comfy, like sitting in our jam jams. I got Poppy on my lap, snuggling away. But I know my bed frame came in yesterday, and by came in, I mean my parents drove it down to me, which was really nice because they have been self isolating as well, so we haven't seen the outside world, and so they just dropped my bed frame off, and I like put it together or whatever. And I'm haven't been happier. Aww. I've sat in my bed many hours. Today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. The next one. next one I have is: Am I the asshole for, in parentheses, starving a nine-year-old spoiled kid? Ooh. Me and my Ooh. sister, both in our mid twenties, are living together. My sister is a very sweet and pushover type who loves to help people and never say no. And I am quite the opposite. Wouldn't say I'm a total <laughs> asshole. Maybe I am. But I'm not. But I'm certainly not as tolerant as her. There is this friend of my sister who frequently drops her kid by for my sister to babysit on the weekends without payment, of course. I dislike both of them. But since my sister is fine with it, I tend to just go out or stay in my room, staying out of sight. My sister had some problems at the border because of recent events. Since it is not my place to share details, we should just know that she had to stay there for a few days. When that friend of hers came to drop her daughter again because she needed to go out, brackets, why is she going out? I turned them down. That friend of hers actually left her kid at the door, so I had to let the kid inside. I admit I am not much of a chef, but I believe my cooking was at least edible and healthy. The kid straight up rejected my food, so I let her be. Later on, the kid complained to me that she was hungry, so I told her that I kept her portion in the fridge and she could take it out, remove the plastic wrap, and set the microwave to three minutes. She asked me to do it for her, but I refused. She isn't a very small child, and I don't believe a nine-year-old can't follow simple instructions. In anger, she set the microwave temperature to the highest and burnt the food. Not quite edible already, so I disposed the contents. I could see that she did it on purpose by that small smirk as I scrubbed the inside of the microwave. When the kid complained she was hungry again, I said, sorry, kid, you've burnt your lunch and I'm out of ingredients. She actually expected me to buy food for her. Not happening. My sister's friend was very angry that I starved her poor nine-year-old, but I told her that I was being nice enough to let her in and not call CPS when she left the kid at my door. Anyways, she wouldn't have starved. It was only a few hours. My sister said I could have at least pretended to be a little nicer and not bully a small child. After I told her what happened, mm. I don't really think I'm being too mean, though. Am I the asshole? Okay, wait. I want to clarify before we talk about it. So the sister was supposed to look after the friend's daughter or kid, but she was stuck at the border. So her friend just dropped him off at the brother's house and left without making sure that he's okay with it's it. It's two sisters. So, like, sister. Oh, two sisters. Sorry. So let's go nice sister and sister who hates kids. <laughs> So the nice sister normally babysits this kid and she got stuck at the border. Yeah. So the sister who hates kids answered the door because like the the nice sister's friend still brought her kid when like I'm I'm honestly assuming that like the woman or like the friend just assumed that she could still leave the kid at the house with like the sister who doesn't yeah. like kids. Um and then just went for it. Yeah. Okay. I have thoughts. Okay. I both of us being ants, I think we've both been there. I don't know. I'm not talking on your behalf, but for me, I've definitely been there where Noah, my nephew, has definitely been bratty about his food because he's a kid. He's not nine yet, so this is when he was younger. But I have, you know, heard and said, like, no, this is what you get, eat it if you're hungry type of thing. And he has put up a fight, and I'm just like, you're not getting any more food. So. And it was only a couple hours, right, that she said. So it wasn't actually starving. And she ate some of the portion before she burnt the food. Um, Hold on. Let me check. I don't think the kid ate any of it. 
And she just straight up turned it down. The only issue that I have with it is that, like, the, it's not her kid. So I personally would have given her more food because it's just like a one-time babysitting thing. Like, I'm not your mom. You're a brat. But, like, that's a product of your environment. <laughs> She's probably not raised th- with the strictest of rules. I don't know. This I think hard. it's, yeah, it's when like involved, the situation's irritating because obviously the parent was just like, well, I'm just going to leave my kid here and you're going to have to take care of it regardless. Yeah. But I think at the end, like how the nice sister was like, you shouldn't have bullied that kid. And it's like, I wouldn't call it bullying. But it's like, yeah, the kid is like is nine and like doesn't know better. So it's like, even if whether or not you had agreed to babysit this kid, that same situation probably would have happened. So it's like you have to have like a little bit of patience because and it yeah. sucks that you were thrust into a situation you didn't want to be in. You can't take it out on the kid who had like no control over the situation at all. Yeah, I think she was a little bit of an asshole because like it's shitty, but it's not your kid. She clearly gets away with the stuff at home. And she should have fed the kid something else and then taken the mom aside when she hopefully picked her kid up <laughs> and be like, this is what happened. Like, I don't know. Just let you know. That was, was rude. I don't know. I'm still I'm still going <laughs> with not the asshole because it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I'm looking at the comments and they're saying like not the asshole, like the top comment on this is saying. Not the asshole. I would have called CPS right then and there. Anyone who abandons a child for hours on someone's doorstep should not be caring for one. No wonder the kid's such a brat. Well, but I totally get it. But again, that the mom is the asshole. It's like he then everyone's saying like you're doing it right because she took out her anger basically on the mom on the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Which again is nine years old and had no idea what was going on and thought she was just being babysat. And so doing her normal routine. So it's like, I think you're a little bit of an asshole to the the kid, but you have every right to be annoyed, but suck it up and make. Yeah. But have you ever like been, I feel like there's like sometimes like as like, as you said, like we're both aunts, like there's situations where you want to be the cool aunt and you want to like do whatever you like can for them but then there are other times where like I've been like no this is a teachable moment if you don't want to eat what I've made then you just don't eat like it's kind of just like a learning thing and it's like again if it was for the entire day and the kid didn't eat like that's one thing but it was just for a couple hours I think the girl was just like nope that's the way my rules are and if you don't want to abide by it then like you don't get food I totally get it I'm still on the fence like I don't think you're a full asshole but I don't think you're fully not an asshole I think it just comes down with, like, you're not related to them. This was, like, a one-time thing. And the mom is the asshole in this situation. And it probably affected this girl's, like, feelings towards babysitting this child. So, like, I understand why she did it. And I've done that with my nephew. But I'm related to him. So I would feel more comfortable doing that. I don't think I would feel comfortable with, like, a random kid. <laughs> Should we just call this one I don't everyone's know, I don't know. an asshole? Everyone is a little bit of an asshole. All right. Yes. My, yeah. Done. Yes. Done like dinner. These are fun. I love giving unsolicited advice. Yeah, to situations yeah. that are already done. Don't affect us. There's <laughs> yeah. no weight on us whatsoever. Like, literally, if you're the asshole, there's no going back. Yeah. Okay. You're just the asshole. I like this one. I really like plain ones for some reason. So this is another plain one. Am I the asshole for taking someone's seat on an airplane? I was on a flight a couple of months ago that had a lot of empty seats. I was seated in a row of four on one of the ends. When I sat down pretty late in the boarding process, there was a teenage boy sitting on the other aisle seat. I noticed the two seats between us were empty, but I just waited because I thought they would fill up. While I was waiting, the boy started to put his stuff over the two seats. I thought someone would come and take the seats and he would move. The boarding ended and I realized nobody was coming. I asked the boy if he had booked all three seats. He said that no, his parents had only booked that one. I asked him if he wouldn't mind leaving me one of the seats in between us so I could stretch out a little. He said no, he was there first and then stretched out over all three seats. I was pretty pissed off because he was taking up seats I could have taken otherwise and refused to share. I had worked the next day and an extra seat would have helped me sleep immensely. So when he got up to go to the bathroom a little while later and left open the two middle seats, I laid down on one next to me. He was pissed when he got back, but I told him that it was mine now and 
he shouldn't have left. He said that he would just take it when I got up. So I just didn't get up for the rest of the flight. I was telling the story recently and some of my friends said that he was just a kid and they shouldn't have taken his seat. Am I the asshole? <laughs> Some petty shit going yeah. on. How old is she? Uh, this person didn't put their age. and like. But the fact that she says a kid makes me feel like there is a big Well, well it was a teenager. Teenage boy, apparently. So she's obviously an adult and, and so he's a teenager. Four, and there are four seats? Yeah, so four seats. Like, you know how you go on an airplane, there's like three on each oh. side and then in the middle there's four? Like when you go on like international flights? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. I see, I see. So they were both on each end, and there was two in the middle, and the kid took up all yeah. three seats. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the kid is definitely an asshole for doing that. I would have just, like, gone to a flight attendant and been like, hey, like, this kid's taking up, like, all three. And, like, think about it, though. The way that they described it is that he laid down, and he probably put his, like, feet right next to this person. Feet. So I would have That's been like, um, excuse me, no. I don't want this. And the flight attendant would be, would probably would have mediated and been like, you can each have one extra seat. Yeah. Calm down children. Totally. I don't think she's an asshole. I just think they're both so petty, but honestly, like thinking about it, I probably, if he left for the washroom, I probably spread it. Yeah. Too. Cause it's like, he legally only has one seat. She legally only has one seat. And those two are middle ground. I'm a fair person, I like to think of myself, and I would never do that. Uh, I think he's more of an asshole, but she's definitely a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I have been in, like, situations where, like, that happens, where, like, I'm sitting in, like, a three-row, or three-seat row, and I'm, like, window, someone has the aisle, and then, like, the middle's empty, and, like, I try to establish it, like, fairly early, like, hey, okay, like, are we okay to, like, share this <laughs> space, like... I just want to like move my bag really over in the under seat area so I can just like, spread my yeah. legs out. And like most of the time it's cool. But there was one time where she was like, oh, I actually want to put like my entire bag on the seat and I have something else I need to put on the floor. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. What? But I'm also going to put my stuff here. So it's just like saying like, no, I'm not allowing you to make the final decision on this. It's a compromise. Yeah, make a yeah. boundary. I agree. I think this one's like a little touchy because like both of them are healthy enough to sit in a seat so they didn't need the extra thing but it's like no one needs two extra seats that's rude like it's just rude like i think he's yeah. the asshole that's my sorry so the it. teenager is the asshole yeah done yeah. and done so the writer or yeah do you no, agree? I, agree. I, I think the writer is not the asshole teenager okay, is good. an asshole but um bump asshole okay e Okay. Am I the asshole for not letting my sister use my laptop to take an exam? I'm going to put a disclaimer <laughs> that the grammar on this one is like a little rough. So I'm going to try and like spice it up as best as I can while I'm going through. Um, Sprinkle that. Okay. So me, 25 female, I'm in a lockdown with my family of five. My sister is 20 years old and in college and taking online classes because of the current situation. I'm the middle child, so I've always been very independent. I've been working since my second semester in college. My sister is the youngest, so she has always had everything handed to her. She hasn't worked a day in her life and is always complaining about something. When I started college, I was saving for a laptop. Since I was going to spend the whole day out of my house between work and class. My uncle bought me a MacBook as a gift. At that time, it was very expensive and I was very grateful. I have treated that laptop with absolute care. It is the gadget I care about the most because MacBooks are not cheap. This laptop is five years old and the better ha and the battery is definitely not what it used to be. And I don't blame it after four years of law school. Anyways, fast forward to this lockdown. I've been working from home. I'm a recently graduated lawyer. So most of my job is done at the courthouse, but I've been trying to keep busy doing paperwork I was behind on. My sister has no care for anything she owns. She wears glasses and has to get new ones a few times a year because she always breaks them. Her laptop is in pieces because she's not careful with anything. I share a room with her and I have a hard time sleeping because she's up all night on the phone with her boyfriend watching Netflix. This morning, my boss texted me saying I could take the day off because the server was getting a checkup. So I decided to catch up on some personal emails and some shows. My sister runs to me and tries to take my laptop from me and I ask her, what do you think you're doing? And she says, I overslept and I have to take a test and I need your laptop because I don't want to risk mine shutting off and failing. 
I said no, that she should have asked me in advance if I could lend her my laptop since she knew when this test would be happening and that she should have also set an alarm so she wouldn't be late. Also, I do not trust her with my stuff because in the past she takes things from me without telling me and returns them to me broken or doesn't return them at all. Her boyfriend was on the phone on speaker and started calling me selfish because she needed it for, for a school thing. I stood my ground and said no, that if her laptop was good enough to last all night watching Netflix with her boyfriend, then it was good enough to last 45 minutes for a test. She stormed off calling me a selfish bitch, but I'm tired of everyone always dropping everything when she needs something. I've been organized and self-sufficient my entire life, and I think she can manage to do it too if she wasn't babied all the time. Am I the asshole? <laughs> and I will say, once we decide, there's an update portion to this that they added in after. Oh, okay, great, great, great. I, I'm leaning towards asshole just a little bit. I mean, it's nice because we both have sisters, so I know what it's like to be annoyed at your sister, and I couldn't imagine sharing a room with them, especially if you're not on the same wavelength of being, like, messy and clean and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, she didn't need her laptop for 45 minutes. Like, she could have given it to her sister. Like, it's shitty. We all went to school. She's a lawyer, so she knows what it's like to write an exam. It's stressful. I say, and, like, what is she really going to do? Like, you could have sat in the same room with her or, like, set her up at the table, make sure that she wouldn't ruin it. It's only 45 minutes. But I, I get why she, st- like, stood her ground. I don't know. This one's a hard one, too. What's your thoughts? I don't think she's being the asshole. If her sister yeah, is, is, like, yeah. disorganized. I mean, I think the line that yeah. got me was, like, if your laptop is good enough to last all night on Netflix with your so boyfriend, then, like, it's good enough for this test. So. That's true. I don't know. I, I've i never actually, like, between me and my sister, I was always the one asking her for her stuff. And she always said no to me, even though I never gave her um, a reason to not. I think the number one thing when I was younger was like, I would ask her like, Hey, can I borrow one of your CDs? Like obviously before Spotify and even before I knew how to download yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. I'd say, can I borrow your CD <laughs> so I can download the songs onto our computer and I can make my own copy of it. And she wouldn't even let me do that. She's like, you're going to scratch it. And I'm like, I'm not going to scratch it. And like, even if I do, it doesn't like all CDs get scratches on them and like, they're never that bad. But regardless, I was offended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny i actually like me and my sister have been pretty darn good with like lending each other stuff like even if i'm annoyed at her and she needs something like i will just give it to her because i just think like whatever fuck it she's my sister i have to live with her so that's kind of like the thing that i come like i get it it's annoying that they always have to you know they help her out when she's in a jam and like they're always just like making sure she's like babied and like okay but it's like, I would look at it from a long-term thing. It's like, I have to share a room with this girl. And I know what it's like when a sister is mad at you. Like, it is the most vicious feeling. And, like, I always would feel so guilty that it's like, I just wouldn't want that on me. So, personally, I would just give her the freaking laptop and that would be so annoying. But I would just do it. But I get why people say that she's not the asshole. Like, I don't think... Ugh, okay, don't should I go <laughs> on to the update? Okay. Yes. Edit with an update. Okay, hold on. Let me fast forward to this whole thank you thing. Okay, my mom and stepdad weren't home when it happened, but when they arrived, my sister came out of our room crying and screaming about how she failed a test because of me. Turns out she thought she overslept, but she didn't. She says her school website changed the time of the test and said it two hours earlier than it was supposed to, and a friend woke her up to tell her so she wouldn't miss it. I found it weird since I went to the same school, and that is very unlikely, but I didn't have any proof saying otherwise. That's when she came running to me and tried to take my laptop, and I said no. The rest of my family started yelling at me saying how I was such a selfish person because it was for school. I defended myself saying that that's not the story she told me. Had she said that, had she said that I would have let her use my computer because the issue was not her fault. She said I was lying and that I wanted her to fail. My mom said that even if it wasn't a test, if she needed it for school, I should have just said yes without asking questions. Anyway, she took her exam on her computer and the power went out like 10 minutes and her laptop shut off. After you get out of the test website, there's no way to get back in. So she didn't finish the test. She says her teacher can't do anything about it because it's online and there's no one on campus because of the lockdown. I feel bad for her test, but I do not regret my decision to not let her use my laptop because she didn't tell me the full story. And I made the decision based on the information I had. My boyfriend and best friend agree with me 
but we're on lockdown and my family is not speaking to me now. Am I the asshole for not feeling bad and not saying sorry? Honestly, like, if she doesn't feel bad about it, like, more power to you. That sister is definitely manipulative. And she's manipulated her whole family. Can I just say, what is wrong with this sister's to... laptop? Like, did she just not plug it into an outlet? Like, that's, this whole thing could have been solved by that. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if it's... <laughs> it does kind of suck that it lasts all night to watch Netflix. And the one time she needs a 45-minute test, it dies within 10 minutes. Like, that's just shitty. I just, like... Oh, this sister just seems like a nightmare. And, like, kudos for the sister for standing up for herself and, like, <laughs> like not giving in to her. But the, at the end of the day, like, that does suck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to call it because... I just love the, the first comment. And I love this line so much because our legal team uses okay, it all yeah. the time. It's the sign on their oh. door. They say, not the asshole. So, failure so, to, failure yeah. to plan on her part doesn't constitute an emergency on yours. Bazinga. Yes. You know what? I agree with that. And I would like to, it's giving me anxiety. I don't want to. I, I honestly don't. I say not the <laughs> asshole. I don't think she's the asshole. And the fact that she doesn't feel bad about honestly, it. Honestly, like, I, like, I think the whole situation you. sucks because it kind of sounds like the family just doesn't understand how, like, technology works. That, like, the sister, all she needs to do is, like, what? plug in her it's laptop. A- and it just sucks that, like, her, yeah, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with that laptop, but I just feel bad for the, you know, the the girl that wrote in, because it, just, it feels like her family's not on her side, and that really sucks, because she's going against the grain, yeah. you know? I don't think I've ever herself. been in a situation with my family where, like, <sighs> my mom didn't talk to me because of something I did to my sister. Like, that's really, I don't like it when I hear no, no. parents doing that. No, that's really petty. Like, I just feel like she, she, she should move out. You know what? That's my advice. Move out. Take your laptop with you. Um, and you'll never have this issue. All right. Tony Rose is <laughs> saving the world one story at a time. <laughs> you know it. If I had a gavel, I'd hit it. Okay. <laughs> um... I think we have time for two more stories. So pick the Okay. Well, why two. don't... Do you want to do the server ones? Okay. Oh God. Okay. So I sent Tony Rose two of them to read, and these are from a different subreddit called Tales from Your Server, and it is exactly what it sounds like, where it's about servers and their stories. And like, I'm not gonna lie, I pulled a Tony Rose on this, and I just read the headline, didn't read these (laughs) stories. So this is all on you, baby boo. You gotta put a little oomph into it and make it real. Okay, this is exciting, and me being me, she sent it to me, and I haven't even opened them, so let's give it a go. Okay, the first one, uh, titled, The Most Complicated Water Order I've Ever Witnessed. Ooh, I like it already. Okay, hello all, here's a story from a time long before the coronavirus scare. I love how everyone has a problem with that in this time. Um, I worked briefly at a cafe. At this cafe, there was a regular couple who would come in every other day. Let's call them the Ronsons. Now, the Ronsons were a husband and wife. Mr. Ronson would come in with a different accent each day and would say that her medicine changes her taste buds. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, it's Mrs. Uh, (laughs) uh, They were on one of those tables who took it has a challenge to see what kind of backward ass order they could send to the kitchen. Oh God. Mrs. Ronson was known to completely deconstruct the concept of an arugula salad. And Mr. Ronson enjoyed ordering odd quantities of things just for his dog for later. (laughs) We were lucky that they, (laughs) we were very lucky that they tipped. Okay. In brackets. If their demand were met, Ooh, if their demands were met. And they usually came in a non-busy time, so the kitchen had time to cater to their delicate palate. The most absurd thing I've ever witnessed in my short-serving career was Mrs. Ronson's water order. Now, no ice? Got it. Lemon? Acceptable. A straw? All good. This goes well beyond that. Take a no-stem wine glass and hit it with the hot water on the espresso machine. Dump out the water. Take an ice cube and swirl it around several times to pitch it. Add a finishing splash of soda water, 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 
<laughs> I'm nervous. I don't like it's like I'm in class. Add a fin- <laughs> add a finishing splash of soda water, but not too much. Rinse it around, dry it out with a towel, then fill it out with the regular water. Oh my god. She could apparently taste the difference if you did not follow her exact directions. She would need refills and would send the water back half the time. On what planet is this acceptable? I remember the directions for Mrs. Ronson's waters years after working at this cafe and wanted to share to see if this is a common thing. The complicated water people I've encountered over easily been the most narcissistic and neurotic bunch of people. Any other experiences uh, with something like this? Question mark. And so just just to recap, I'll go over again the directions. Okay, so. so this is her water. So this is her water order when she comes in. Take a no stem wine. What's a no stem wine glass? Hit it with. What? Uh, no uh, stem. Uh, wine glass, oh. no stem. I have them in my apartment. Just checking. I have them. <laughs> okay, so a no stem wine glass. A wine glass okay. with no stems. Hit it with the hot water from the espresso. Specifically an espresso machine. And dump it out. Okay. Specifically. Then you okay. dump that out. Then you take an ice cube and swirl it around several times. Add a finishing splash of soda water, but not too much. Rinse it around, dump it out, and dry the glass with the towel. Then fill it up with regular water and serve it to her. This is so... I kind of want to try this. Should we go to Starbucks one day? Like, you know, when we're able to go to Starbucks, should we go there and (laughs) ask them to do this? Claire would probably do it for us. She loves Which one's Claire? Oh, the, the older one? The girl. Uh, yeah, the I think she's one. probably the store manager. I love her. Um, there's in no way in any world that I would feel confident enough to go and ask for this order just for freaking water. Like, I'm the type of person... <laughs> when I lived at my parents' house, I I slept in the basement, and I'd have to still go upstairs to go to the uh, the kitchen, but I was so lazy that I would never go up for the filtered water. I would just use the tap water in the bathroom. So, like, you're talking to the wrong Ooh, person. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a water snob in the sense that, like, I won't, I won't drink the tap water in my apartment because I feel like the pipes are really old. So I always have to use, like, a Brita filter, even though I hadn't changed my Brita filter for, like, a year. So it's probably not even doing anything. So it's probably just straight tap oh, water. Yeah. It's all in my mind. But when it comes to bottled water, I cannot drink any of the bottled water that you buy from, like, Costco. Like, you know, like, the very short and stout ones that are, like, Kirk's yeah, brand. Yeah, I feel you on that. I don't know what the why the fuck they taste so bad. I like Dasani. I like <laughs> Dasani. Uh, what's the other one? Fiji. I, Smart Water is good. Smart Water. Yes. Yes. Um, I feel you on that. I I just consume so much water daily. Like I will show you a picture for tomorrow. But during the day, now that I work from home, I just leave my Brita filter out out on my kitchen island and I just refill it like every time <laughs> my glass because I just drink so much water during the you day. You should get the big Brita filter. It has like 18 cups of water in it. Yeah, I should. You just, you got that for the lockdown. Yes, How's that's what I got for the lockdown. Yeah, it's fantastic. Still use the original <laughs> Brita one though that has haven't changed the filter, so. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. I, um, okay, so the last one, talking about the coronavirus, it's, I think it has something to do with it. So it's called The Cruelest Customer I've Ever Met. Today in Australia, the laws were changed so that from 12 p.m. today and onwards, we could only do meal takeaways. The morning had some tears, smiles, and some really wonderful customers. It seemed like a good way to close the restaurant. At 11 a.m., a man came in and sat in the store, and I greeted him and took his coffee order. All was fine. I went back five minutes later and asked if he would like to order a meal. He said, can't you see I had a phone call? I've only just started looking. Leave me alone. Okay. I left him alone for approximately two minutes before he was waving his arms around like a crazy man and started shouting for some sugar. Due to the virus, my guidelines are that all sugar, salt, and pepper be removed from the tables and are only available upon request. He demanded to know why I hadn't asked him if he'd like sugar, and when I went to explain, he cut me off, saying that I'm the worst server he's ever encountered, that this is my job, it is my job to ask, and how dare I assume he knew there were no sugars on the table. 
literally none visible question mark (laughs) and said that we should have just shut down and not bother to open that day. I told him that after 12 PM we were, and this man told me that he was glad I was losing my job. I have never in my life came across someone so blatantly nasty. And I just walked away. My manager held me while I cried. And then when she went to take his meal order over, he sat there smirking and saying how his job's safe and how much money he was earning and how important he was. He was laughing at people who were crying and suffering. No happy ending. The man marched out there in the end, smirking and bragging to everyone who would listen. I am still in a world of shock at the fact someone could be so cruel. Wow, what a story to end on. Jesus. What a dickhead. I have said this time and time again in the last two weeks. I think this time in our lives are really going to show people that are really nice and people who are really rude. Like, people that are actually self-isolating and offering, like, elderly people and people around them, like, to get groceries. Like, those are the nice people. Then you have the people that are not following the rules. (laughs) And, like, someone literally got arrested in my mom's hometown today because she got back from vacation and you have to self-isolate for 14 days. And she's been caught twice now, like, outside of her house. And so today she was arrested for it. No way. Who (laughs) was calling her out? Like, friends and family? Um, you think I read the article? Not so much, but uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But uh, I'll update you on that after because actually it's really interesting. Like my family sent me the article, and I just haven't like I was working when they sent it, so I actually didn't. Not because I blatantly ignored it, I just didn't have time to read it because you know I'm a working gal. <laughs> uptown girl, she was living I, in her uptown world. Uptown world. That was used to be like one of my go-to karaoke songs. It was a great song. Um, but I feel like there's nothing really to say. This guy's an asshole. The server, I feel really bad for you. And I hope you have a job after this. Can I just like, it's like kind of related, but like kind of not. So I was the server like once in my life where, and I just like, I think about this moment from time to time. And it's one of those things where you just like (laughs) get embarrassed, even though it's been literally like almost 10 years. (laughs) But knowing you, you hate being embarrassed. It wasn't even. Okay, let me just explain it. So, wait, where were you the serving? Where did you serve? Okay, so I served at this restaurant called Ora Bar, and it doesn't exist anymore. But basically, mm. it was like our local sushi restaurant wanted to make like a more like upscale, like fusion version. So mm-hmm. they wanted to hire more than just like Japanese and Korean girls. They wanted to have all ethnicities like working at this restaurant. So they hired me, a blonde white girl, <laughs> <laughs> to work at a sushi restaurant. And so it was my first serving job. And like sushi orders are hard because really hard. Yeah, because it's like there's just so many ingredients, there's so many different kinds of rolls. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with the story, but I just need to put that out there. That like respect your sushi <laughs> servers because it's fucking already hard. defending yourself before telling you what happened. Yeah, no. Th- again, this has like nothing to do like with it, but I just remember this like one time where um it was my last table of the night. It was actually one of the other servers. It was her mom and her mom's friend. That was just the two of them. Everything was great. They had their dinner, and there was no one else in the restaurant. And my boss said, as soon as that table leaves, like you can leave for the night. And I was like, fantastic. I want to get the fuck out of here. And so I give them their bill and they're just like chilling at their table. Like they don't take out their credit cards or cash or anything because I'm standing at the hostess stand and I can see them. And I'm just like standing there like, because I I was, the role was kind of half hostess, half server, whoever was closest to the stand when someone came in, you were responsible. So I was just standing there so I could keep an eye on them, but also do my job at the same time. And I show you not for 45 minutes. I'm standing at this hostess stand and like doing these other things because I can't like the bill is just still sitting there. And then Mm -hmm. finally I go to my manager and I'm just like, they've been there for 45 minutes and I really want to leave. Is there any way that you can close this out? And she's like, just like take the machine to them and ask them if they want to pay. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I go over there and I was like, hi, like, are you Uh guys ready to pay for your bill or like something and they're like yeah we've been waiting for you to like you've been standing there this whole time we've just been waiting for you and I'm like <laughs> but in, like, I was gonna fight them and I was like I'm so sorry about that I didn't realize like you were ready to pay because you were still talking like 
clearly they had nowhere to be if they were just like still talking clearly but i, was I would like, never wait for a bill for 45 minutes without saying something the, uh, they had the bill but it's just like they just had to pay <laughs> so it's just like every once in a while i literally just like picture perfect memory imagine myself just standing at the hostess stand like staring at them being like is there a credit card in there like they is it not normal though when some when they bring you a bill you put your card out you pay I, no yeah it's weird so it was kind of like it's like a little bit me being naive i was only, i was like in high school i was like 16 or 17 it was my first serving job i'm an awkward person i'm i'm, I'm better now but then it was way worse but that I literally would have been like, I'm sorry, you guys were talking. I didn't want to interrupt. It sounded like you weren't done. Do you think I was like that smart <laughs> to say shit like that? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Um, that's really funny. And I'm really happy that I'm not a server. Like, I feel like everyone, everyone always says, like, you should experience being a server because it was just like, will change your mindset on everything. But I worked at Target for two years and I think that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> People were so mean. I am um, someone I saw I had a ugh, two people were having sex in the clothing Stop. um section. It was really gross. And then someone took a shit on the floor. Okay. In the middle of the aisle. And we had to like thankfully I did not have to clean it up, but I had to go get the Febreze to like Febreze uh... the area. <laughs> so Wait, did gross. I tell my story of like when I worked at Le Chateau? And uh, you've talked about Le Chateau, but what's the story? There's I don't know. Like, I can't remember. A guy that came in and he was like obsessed with this other girl that worked there. I don't mm, I don't think you Okay, I this. don't remember what her name was. Let's call her like Rebecca. But he was like obsessed with Rebecca and like he wasn't like a hundred percent all there. Like I think he did have some mental issues, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. But he oh. came in and he's like, Is Rebecca here? And I was like, No, I'm sorry, she's not working today. And he's like, Oh, okay. And like I was working in the men's section, like all by myself, which was like kind of like a separate portion off of the like women's store. And I like turned my back to like go fix something and I turned back around and he took he was taking a shit on the floor and I was like oh. okay literally ran again I was like 14 at this time like this is my very first job and I was like oh what is happening <laughs> so it's so why are people so gross like uh, granted he had mental issues the guy that shit in Target did not he was just a teenager oh, that was an asshole that and like I also know why only one per person for the change room because we've also caught people having sex in the change room. So, I hate why my would someone want to have sex at Target? I mean, I guess like teenagers, like if they can't do it anywhere else, but like still, why? I guess, yeah, yeah. anywhere else. Anywhere. Like, it's so gross. It's too public. It's too public. Yeah. Blech. Blech. yeah. <laughs> we don't have to get All right. That. Um, okay. Um, well, it's time for apology of the week. Do you have an apology of the week? So this is kind of a cop out. So if you have a real one, feel free to share. But I just want to say that I have no apology of the week because I've been isolated. I haven't seen anyone. So it's been really a blessing because I haven't been in trouble. No one has been <laughs> mad at me. It's been great. <laughs> like I have not had the chance to fuck up anything because I'm alone in a box by myself. Yeah. So my apology of the week is to our listeners for not having an entertaining apology. Oh, that's pretty shitty. Nah, I'll accept it. I don't have anything really either. Thank you. I mean, it's a tough time. I feel like okay? I'm slowly starting to get on Steve's nerves a little bit. Like just before us filming the podcast, he was like in the bedroom <laughs> watching Black Panther. And then I was like, I'm going to make dinner. Come out here and watch it so I can watch it with you. Like in the living room. He's like, okay. So he comes out here and I was like, okay, I'm going to go film the podcast in the bedroom. He's like, I came all the way out here because you said you wanted to watch it with me. I was like, yeah, well, now I got to film the podcast. So you got to go. <laughs> Are you in the living room? Or you I'm in, in the living room. Oh, nice. Yes. I'm in my bedroom. He's probably sleeping away because I don't hear his um, iPad anymore with the movie on. So he's probably sleeping. Not that. Honestly, I know you're not. I, um, I know you're my manager, but I'll tell you that I took a nap for my lunch break today and what a fucking mistake i woke up so disoriented because it was such a deep it was literally only i i put my timer on it was a 21 minute nap and i woke up and i was just like oh my god it was like one of those naps where like drool was on my like mouth Ooh, and, like, you slept a, good it it was a good one but i could have used you know like three hours more like that's how i felt waking up Wait, are you like not was, sleeping enough or are you just like over like sleeping too much so it's making you sleepy? i 
I actually haven't been sleeping, like, not to complain, but, like, it's just very different. I didn't cover this on the moving to downtown episode, but it's, like, coming from the suburbs, which is, like, so quiet, to an old building that, like, my window is broken, so it's, like, I can hear everything that's out going on outside, and the side of my building has the garbage, oh. and there, there, there's a lot of homeless people in downtown Vancouver, which obviously I know, I'm, I was aware of before moving there, but they, like, fight over recyclables at oh. night, and they're there from, like, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m., so I, I've never slept through the night yet, and I was, like, talking to my friends last night, because I was just like, I'm so tired, like, I just need... I just need to go to my parents' house and have, like, a nine-hour sleep. Like, I'm so tired. And so they said they both bought earplugs when they moved downtown. And it took them, like, three months to get used to the sounds. So, That's so funny. Like, I love ambient sound. I don't know why. It no. makes me feel like I'm not alone. But, like, I love sound. As long as it's not, like, annoying. I love... I love ambient sound. I don't need people yelling at each other, hitting the garbage can. Yeah, no, that's definitely that. different. Like, that's the sound that is so fucking crazy. Like, I love, you know, the sound of, like, cheering if someone's downtown or just, like, if someone's walking by, they're chit-chatting. Like, that's totally fine. But, like, people, they're screaming all through the night and, like, they're hitting the metal garbage bins. Like, it's just, like, it's a whole new thing that I need to get used to. And I will. I just I haven't been there's sleeping. a guy like one so. like our one of our windows in our bedroom faces one of the doors into the building and there's a guy that stands out there and he like hawks loogies while he's smoking and you can hear it Ew. crystal clear as if it's right next to your ear it is Ew, that's so, so beyond disgusting and I'll just be sitting in bed and I'll just be like you're fucking gross because I'm like if I can hear you you can definitely hear me oh my god not to okay so there's like obviously you know like our walls are super paper yeah. thin and my wall shares either a living room or uh, the bedroom and those two people they're fighting they're ye- talking about yelling they're yelling at each other no way what are they yelling about i don't know if you can hear that i don't know i can't really hear it's like muffled sound all right well put your ear up against that wall and tune anyway, us sorry. in next time <laughs> That'll be the update from next time. But until then, follow us on Instagram at We Apologize Podcast. Our personal ones are linked there as well. Oh my god, we okay, we have to tease it. We're teasing it again, but you have to talk about your new followers next episode. Oh my god, we totally forgot. Okay, yes, 100%. That's the first thing. We really have to. We'll write it down. Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, And thanks for being patient with us as well as we're doing this apart from each other. But I know. It's a little weird, but we'll be back in the studio soon enough, hopefully. And thanks for listening. Please don't stop. (laughs) Well, thanks again. Bye.